0: and welcome to the Monumental Mindset Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Q. Here we focus on tapping into our fullest potential to become our best possible selves. Each and every Monumental Monday, we will drop an episode that will have a word of the week, as well as a metaphor to help get you through the week and incorporate in your daily lives. If you are a fan of the show, please like, comment, and subscribe to at Dr. Q, the coach on all social media platforms. This week, we have a very special guest. This is my sister, my sovereign, raw, as well as one of my amazing business associates who is making moves and shakes in the world today. Her name is Crystal Tremac. She is a inspirational and motivational speaker, health and wellness coach. She is a retired military army captain, as well as a disabled veteran and owner
1: of Resourcefully Chris. How are you today, Crystal? I'm good. Thank you so much, Sora and sister and business associate. It is an absolute pleasure to be here with you thank you so much so this word of the week this week y'all is
0: really going to make a difference and impact because crystal got some gems she is about to drop on you all today our word of the week is power which simply means a physical and mental capacity to exert force on someone
1: or something crystal what does that word power mean to you power is a huge word it really means that you're getting out there making things happen so that's in your mindset and also in your actions in daily life so it is a huge word in my life and it is a huge word word for all of us Absolutely. So I can't
0: wait to dive into this. Crystal is going to give us the tea. She is going to drop some gems and educate us on the difference between a power suit versus a power bank account and power money. Crystal, give us tea, educate the people.
1: So um, I remember when I was stationed overseas in Korea, I had several suits made and I had an idea in my head about what I wanted to look like. And I wanted to go after a power suit. I had been in a military uniform for so long. That was like an ideal goal for mine because I knew that with a power suit came the six figures that everyone always talks about chasing after um, or always wanting to attract to them. So I said, I need to get my suits ready so that I can get out here and step into the world and get ready to do some work out here. So I had several suits tailor made for me during that time. Um, Funny enough, one of those suits actually didn't fit for me. And now we are 10 years later. It fits now. Wow. So I said, well, this suit was made for this time. So it, you know, it fit after a tragic moment in my life where um, I was pregnant last year, unexpectedly. And unfortunately my son didn't make it, but I went through um, significantly far into the pregnancy and I had to deal with the postpartum weight. So I had to get my mindset right to get back out there and get back moving. But as I continue on this journey, I realized that it wasn't a power suit because although we're, we're looking at the six figure income, the six figures is what you're making on paper. It looks great. That is not what you're bringing home. So what my mind shifted to was, it's not about the power suit. I don't want to look like money. I want the money. So it's the power bank accounts and the power money. So that is what the focus is moving forward, working on that power bank account and power money. So um, it is absolutely um, imperative that we're not worried about how we're showing up as far as do we look like we have it all together, but that we actually have it all together. So that is the big takeaway as far as that is going after that power bank account, which that money looks a lot different than this suit alone and that power money. Oh, I love that. And thank you for sharing um, your
0: story with us. Listen, some people be trying to fake it till they make it. Right. They'll put on them suits. And listen, who that you just kind of hit home. It's like you have that power suit and you really think that it's coming with the check. And that suit don't necessarily, the shit is coming with it. So I appreciate you saying that. So our goal is to not just have a power suit, but have that power bank account and have the power money that matches that power suit. Now, how would you say we get there? How would you say we get there? How do you say we get to that power money and that
1: power bank account? So, there's a lot of ways to get there. Um, You know, I was well on my way because I put myself into positions to do that. So, as opportunities are around, you use your resources. And so, sometimes that takes you getting coaches along the way to assist you on that journey. Someone that's been there or someone that's going that direction that you want to go in, they're ahead of you and they can help get you to the place you're trying to go, as well as educating yourself. So you're not going to get it by just sitting around and watching TV and looking at all the other people on social media that looks like they're living these glamorous lives and you don't know if they really have it together or not because as we know, social media life is not always real life. Um, and more often than not, not in this society it's not been what the real life is. So we want to go out there and educate ourselves and use our resources as far as the coaches to help us get there. And so I, I it took me back to a time where As a former full scholarship track and field athlete, I had a coach. And so that coach helped me really make huge strides along my journey. And each step of the way, I started to reflect on there's always been someone in my life to make a monumental impact, like the coach, um, the leaders that I served with in the military that helped me get to where I was going. So I continued to climb that ladder. And I've accomplished a great deal with that. However, I know there's so much more out there. So we just have to stay motivated and not get stagnant in the place that we are and think that we've made it. You haven't arrived. There's way more out there for us to go get. So take advantage of the education, look at your talents and your and your um, gifts and put them to work because there's somebody out there waiting for you to share that with. And so that, that's how we get there. So getting out there and sharing your talents and gifts and putting them to use and also educating yourself and using the resources we have around us.
0: I love that. I love how you said it's really up to you and to tap into whatever it is that you feel connected to. There's no one way. There's no one journey. There's no one street or you know path or whatever it takes to get to whatever your power money, your power bank account look like. And everybody power number could be different. And it is different. It should be different. So I 100% agree with that. Um, you spoke about having a full ride as a track and field scholarship student. Tell me about that? What was, how far did you run and what, what was your, um, not speed? What is it
1: like the meters and all of that I good did. stuff? Okay. Yeah. So, um, actually, um, I started out in high school playing basketball. I had a friend in the neighborhood that said, let's go out for the basketball team. I had never been on an organized team. Um, I used to do dance before that and orchestra and chorus and things like that. But I decided I would try with her and I tried out for the team and I made the team. And then I had the high school coach for the track team come out and say, Hey, are you gonna come out and try out for track and field? Well, he knew me from elementary school. So I would beat a lot of the girls and boys in elementary school. And so he remembered me from that time. So he asked me to come out and try out. So, my thought process in trying out was okay, I'll just do this to stay in shape for basketball. But I got out there and I was winning. And so I was like, huh. As a freshman in high school, I actually learned I earned my varsity letter, which is a big deal because typically people earn that around their junior or senior year. And so, I read my varsity letter. We were getting per diem, which introduces me to this money. And I was like, "Oh, this is money that I get to put in my pocket, and I could do something else with it." So, no, I'm staying in track. So, with that, opportunities started to come my way for me to get scholarships. Um, I was one of the top ranked in our area. Um, made the all metropolitan team, honorable mention in sprint events. So, I run every race from the 200 down, which are my preferences, but I also ran the 400 and 300 at times. So just depending on where I was within my high school or college journey, and now as a master's track and field athlete, I run for USA track and field master's competition level. So I'm mature now. So I intentionally put myself in the 400 to build that strength because sometimes we have to stretch ourselves to get more out of it. So that Opportunity to go to my historically black college in Raleigh, North Carolina, St. Augustine's, on a full track and field scholarship was an absolute awesome opportunity for me to get my education as a first generational college student um, and also not pay for school. So that was a great, great thing. And I got to do what I love. And so track and field really motivated me to go after a lot of these goals that I have accomplished in life. And um, one of the habits that I picked up from track and field was that I would write down goals. And so I would write down my goals on what times I wanted to run at each event, Um, what place I wanted to make. And so those are things that have translated into my life that has allowed me to do that professionally in my career as well, and allow me to reach um, the senior levels of federal employment. So it has been a great addition to my life and instilling in me discipline and competition, positive, healthy competition.
0: I love that. That's amazing. One, congratulations. And two, shout out to the HBCUs because I went to Benedict College in Columbia, South Carolina, as you know. So HBCUs for the win. Now, I did listen to um, some of your story before just to get some background on you. And I really liked what I heard when you said before your races, you would say, dear God, make me a bird so I can fly far away. Yes, that was um, that was deep. And it came from the movie Forrest Gump. Right. Yes. So yes. when you would say that, like mantra to yourself, it would allow you to kind of just feel like you was a bird that just took off when it came to time to run.
1: Yes. So um, I had a teammate that came from Oklahoma and she and I were like the top rank on our team. And so we would go over and sit in the field right before we ran the 200 meter dash. So I was really good in the 200 meter dash too, but I really loved the 100 meter. And so um, before we would go on the starting line, my, you know, you got the the butterflies. I would just say, we would get down and we would say, dear God, make me a bird so I can fly far, far away from here. And we really, I just remember feeling that just the peace and calmness and adrenaline as you're running around the curves and, you know, hitting the straightaway and things like that. And so for me, track and field also helped fill a time in my life that I didn't know I needed. So I had um, some challenges at home. You know, my dad had some problems that, Took him outside of the home from time to time, uh, just battling some of his own personal challenges. And so that allowed me to get away from that and not have to worry about, oh, I'm really concerned about him. Is he okay? Or what do other people think? And, And so I just had a peace like no other time. And so that. Fitness has been a huge part of my life and has allowed me to get through so many different things in my life, um, challenging, positive. And so I will never let it go. Um, I'm continuing to defy the odds and I'm looking forward to pushing others to do the same.
0: I love it. That is absolutely amazing. So, I did hear you say you currently still run track and field and you are a transformational health and wellness coach. Now, tell me about that. Who do you work with? What
1: is it that you do? How do you help them? Give me tea. So, I work with women um, that need assistance with, their, with busy women. I work with busy women. So, we all have life. Life happens first, all. So, they're, we're moms, we're wives. We are siblings. We are friends. We're client. Uh, we are uh, caregivers. Excuse me. So it takes a lot of time, and a lot of time. We're full time employees, whether it's as our own business owners or working for someone as um, a full time employee, as a W two employee, or a combination of both. So that takes up a lot of time. So. I empower women to move where they are, to make sure that they are moving something every day. So that is my big, um, that is a statement, my motto that I like to say all the time, move something. Where that came from is sometimes I don't feel like moving something, but I get up and do something because something is better than nothing. And I do positive self-talk. So even if I'm out in a run and I don't feel like doing it, I'm like, you got this, you know, suck it up. You, You can get it done. You've done it before, you can do it again. And so I'm talking to myself along the way you know, you don't feel like having maybe as an intense workout as you've had before, but let's get out there and do something. And most of the time you get out there and start moving, you're going to be stretched and want to do more. So if that's getting up and walking a little bit more in the neighborhood, walking a little further, taking the stairs, you know, hopping on the treadmill, walking or calling over a friend, whatever that is for you, move something. So yes, I'm very, very big on that.
0: I love it. I remember when we were in Atlanta, and boy, I walked up all those stairs. I was like, "Ooh, I'm tired." He said, "See, you need to get to moving more." And I, um, and I'm like, "You're right," because I was a little slack on my little workout regimen. So, getting back to it, getting back to it. Um, I, I love everything that you're saying. I'm an advocate for moving, and I did see that you had something that you're pushing right now called Move Something May. Yeah, you were doing fitness challenges and things of that nature. So if you're listening or watching and you would love to be a part of um, Crystal's different challenges, her move something may, if you're ready to take on this fitness journey and you need somebody to help you along the way, Crystal is ready. She is ready and able. She is a military veteran. She is a captain, retired and disabled. Now tell the people how a disabled military veteran Can still move because some people, you know, they like to use that as an excuse. Now we, and we, we knock down excuses. We don't live in excuses. We don't, we don't operate in those. So tell the people how you are still able to push forward, even though you're a disabled military veteran.
1: Absolutely. So as you said, movement is important. Um, if we don't move, we can't be in our best health to, to do anything else in life. And so if we don't have health, we can't show up in our jobs. We can't show up for our family members. We can't show up for ourselves. So we have to have our health intact. And, and that is a big, big concern within the world, especially within the United States. We're really falling behind when it comes to that as far as physical fitness and different chronic health issues that can absolutely be impacted by your fitness and nutrition, your physical activity and the things that you're putting in your body. So a lot of times we look over those things and we just say, oh, we don't have time to do that. So, yes, absolutely. It is move something may. And I have different aches and pains and challenges that happen in my body. I absolutely do. What I do is make modifications. Maybe today I'm having a challenge where I'm having a little bit of extra wrist pain, but I don't and I don't do a full push up or. I don't do a push-up. I maybe do arm curls instead. Um, And you're using strength bands and dumbbells, whatever it is that's available to you to make those modifications, doing body weight activities, body weight exercises, um, because you want to maintain as much muscle strength as as well as mobility for as long as possible so that you can have the best quality of life as you move forward as we continue to age. We don't have to listen to the the lies that they say, oh, it's happening because you're getting older. All of that is not true or it's happening because it's genetics. It's happening because we're not moving something and we're not being mindful about what we're putting in our body. So it is very, very important for us to do that. Um, I also use different type of different type of support to help me with recovery and rest. So one, we definitely have to get enough sleep. We definitely have to drink enough water. Many of us don't drink enough water and many of us aren't getting enough sleep. I use my physical therapist to help me, um, you know, with working on the muscles and things like that. I go and seek out other opportunities like going into cryotherapy where it's freezing and you don't remember what those injuries like but your body operates and so sometimes we have to go through a little discomfort to get the best result out of what we have so it we have to get moving so it, it always feels a little more uncomfortable in the beginning until we get used to it and we continue to build on it from there so it is absolutely imperative that we get out there moving something
0: i like how you said it's due to modifications like uh sometimes and i ain't gonna lie sometimes i do the modifications to y'all because i'd be like oh lord um this ain't gonna this ain't gonna give but you give your all you give your best and if your best means that you have to modify modify you don't want to push yourself too hard where you end up getting, giving yourself even more of an injury or things of that nature now i did like you also mentioned that getting enough rest getting enough water um and that is imperative because Today I just got my voice back. I didn't have my voice since Saturday. I was tired. I've been running since we were in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I've been five different states, two countries, and finally at home and can't talk. I was whispering. People can't hear me. They think I'm ignoring them, and I'm like, no, I'm talking to you. So it just was absolutely ridiculous. But I needed rest. I needed to listen to my body. And when I woke up this morning, I said, "Good morning." A little bit, a little bit, out. Been throughout the day a little bit more. And I'm like, okay, got my voice back. This is my money maker, y'all. I can't be without my voice. Um, But I'm happy that I was able to get my voice back in time to do this interview with you and to have you on the show because you are giving us some gems. Now, usually what we'll do is transition to part two of the show, which is where we will have a metaphor or phrase that we will incorporate. And it's going to go hand in hand with our word of the day, which is power. All right. So now we are going to move into part two, our metaphor. Well, phrase of the week for this week is actually going to come directly from the mouth of our special guest, Crystal. I was listening to one of her videos and she stated this, sometimes we have to undo the things that we have done to ourselves. Now, we already talked about how power gives you the ability to enforce or exert a force on someone or something, but sometimes you have to have the power to change yourself. Talk to me about this quote crystal
1: so sometimes it's a matter of what we've decided we want to eat so I get I can give you two so one I remember I used to follow my cousin around and she used to suck her thumb and I decided I would do the same thing she only needed a retainer so I didn't have messed up teeth or anything like that before it was self-imposed I did it to myself so when I finished sucking my thumb and I knew that hmm, one day I want to be in front of a camera you know, for whatever reason, I'm like, I'm going to be in front of a camera and I need to have a nice smile for that. So I, you know, talked to my mom, i like, hey, I need to get braces because I can't be on TV with jacked up teeth. But until I got those braces, what I did was I taught myself how to smile so people couldn't see the damage that I did for myself. But I had to go back and undo what I did for myself, which is by going and getting those braces. Um, a more recent issue was that I was drinking Drinks from an unnamed location, which I won't say because most of us will pick it up. And I didn't realize how much sugar was in them. I drank the hot drinks before the hot coffee drinks. And then someone said, I'm like, they're inconsistent, inconsistent. They said, oh, well, drink this white chocolate mocha because it's always sweet and it's never too sweet, but it's, you know, perfect. I said, okay, well, I decided that I would start getting the large size with ice and drink those. And I was drinking those and eating my meals. And then I noticed that my uniform started to fit a little too snugly, And I'm like, huh, I had to sit down and look at how much calories I was drinking. So I was actually drinking my calories and eating my calories, which also expanded my waistline. And I had to go back and clean that up. I had to let that drink go. I had to make modifications even to those drinks, because just like I make modifications to my physical activity. I make modifications to my nutrition. It's not about a whole new plan. It's about modifying what you already know. So if you know whatever the recipes are that you know, make better modifications to them. So maybe switch to leaner meat options. Maybe don't add meat. But I was able to clean that up and get myself together and get back to being in my best shape and feeling my best. And so it's really about feeling your best as well as making sure that your medical reports are showing that you're in your best so that we can continue to have the best quality of life as we move forward.
0: I love that. And I agree with that hundred percent because a lot of times we can blame genetics, we can blame everything else as to why, especially in the health aspect, as to why we're not reaching our health and fitness goals. When in reality, sometimes, and a lot of times we're doing the damage to ourselves and I'm guilty of it too. I might go and grab me a cute little hot mocha latte or something of that nature and not realizing that everything that you're doing, everything that you put in your body is eventually going to manifest itself in some kind of way so is it going to manifest manifest itself in a way that is going to be helping you or detrimental to your goals um so i i love that quote that you said sometimes we need to undo the things that we've done to ourselves take some time to self reflect see what it is that you're doing see what it is that you're doing that's going to help you or stop you from reaching not just your fitness goals but your financial goals where are you spending your money your um your goals in life as far as you know careers education whatever if you have goals in business what are you doing with your time are you spending your time on your business or are you watching you know ratchet tv like what is it that you're doing um and and sometimes you need to reevaluate and undo what it is that you have done Absolutely. So, I want you to um, share your uh, hashtags, your social media. How can the people get in touch with you? How can they follow you so that they can, you know, go ahead and support you and everything that it is that you're doing as well?
1: So, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at akafit1908, and that is where most of my content is. Um, I also have my Crystal She Speaks, and that is on Instagram as well. So, for those that are interested in, uh, having me for speaking opportunities. You can find me there. And I have my website, crystal, she speaks as well. So, com. So I am looking forward to working with women that want to move something in their finances, whether it's personal finances in their careers in their health, because absolutely we have to look at what it is we're doing and move forward. And so if we're sitting somewhere and we want to get past that, let's get out there and move something.
0: I love it. That is absolutely true. Crystal, it has been such an honor to have you grace the Monumental Mindset podcast with me. Um, I'm happy we were able to do this. Please go out and follow Crystal, book her to speak as well. She has an amazing story that will definitely um, give you some inspiration, especially those of you who feel as if, you know, it's done, it's over, and she's retired. She has, she's a captain, she's a retired captain in an army. She's done such amazing things with fitness. So anything that you need to do to get to your health and fitness goals, Crystal is the person that can really help you get there and make you feel like you're not alone in the process. So that's it. That's all I have for you guys. Always remember that the sky is not the limit because there is more out there beyond the clouds. I'll see you next week.